more than conquerors. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus our Lord and what He's done. And you will not fail. Put Him at the helm. Put Him in first place in your life. Do not worship idols and you will not fail. Lord, today, Your presence is evident in this room, even though you're healing. There's healing going on. There's grief in the room. There's, there's sorrow. There's, you're healing right now. You're healing. So people out there need to know Jesus did not fail. God didn't set him up for failure. It was for victory. And He has set you up not for failure, but for victory. Come on. For victory. Let's give Him a shout of applause for victory. He has set you up for victory. For victory. For victory, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you. We want to thank you, Lord, that when you put our name in the Lamb's Book of Life, it wasn't to fail. It was for victory. We are not failures. We are victorious through Jesus, our Lord. And no matter what the devil tries to take on this earth, I'll tell you right now, our Jesus is way bigger than any of that. He literally went down. After he passed away, what people thought passed away, he was going down for a battle. And he got the enemy like a little flea and he flicked him all the way into oblivion. Don't allow the enemy to plant a seed on your life which is not of God. Because that's what he tries to do. Today he wants you to know You are more than victorious. You are more than conquerors. Because without Him, we have no hope. As Jacinta spoke about today, she's out with the kids now. We don't have that. The world wants the hope we have. We carry that hope. Bless you, you may be seated. Can we give the worship team a big hand today? What a great time. Just felt something lifted in the room today. Something lifted, I just felt a lifting in the room. But I want to let you know that yeah, God has good things for you, for this house. He has good things for your life. And let's just continue to pray for that. This morning I mentioned um, we're going to have a, a testimony this morning. And um, Hannah's the one that's going to come and share a testimony in a minute. But I wanted to talk to you a little bit about testimony. Because there is no testimony, as you know, without a test. Even Jesus was tested. Why do we think we won't be? We're tested from the first... We even tested when we're asleep. That's why before you go to sleep, cover yourself in prayer, man. Because if you're not covering yourself in prayer, then the enemy has access to your conscious, your subconscious. You're vulnerable. 
So I encourage you, don't just put on the armour of God. Just get it on and don't take it off. Because we are at war as much as when we're asleep as when we're awake. Many times I've been exercising demons in my sleep and casting out demons. I have to, in Jesus' name, I can't explain to you how many times that's been. I know some here in the room have had exactly the same experience. I've had, I've had clawing at my throat. I was saying to Donna the other, about a month ago, right, this is the weight that we carry as believers. And because I think I put myself out there a bit more because I love on you and I intercede for my house and the, the family of this church, the other night I started choking in my sleep and I couldn't breathe. I was like, <gasps> like this, right? And freak Stephen out. He was like, Melissa. Melissa, like it's like two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, <gasps> well, I literally couldn't breathe. I actually had to jump up and run into the bathroom because I didn't know what was going. I just had to run, physically run into the bathroom. I'm like, <gasps> like, I couldn't breathe at all. And I'm, I'm, and he's standing at the, the door looking at me. He's going, he just didn't know what to say. And he's like, breathe. I'm like, <gasps> like this. And literally in the fit, like I what in the spiritual, it was happening to me. I had a demon with his hand around my throat and I woke up and it was happening in the natural. And I actually went with everything I had in my spirit. I went and I, and the last bit came out and I, it, with everything that was in me, in my spirit, the Holy Spirit, I said, in Jesus. And the last bit came out was Jesus is, I didn't even say that, it was name. That's all I could get out and it up, lifted off of me. We are fighting not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual dark forces and principalities that we can't see every single day of our life. So your testimony is important. It's important. You know, the enemy tries to dumb down around us and make things normal, that it's normal to have spiritual stuff attack people like that. That's not normal. I mean, I was involved with witchcraft for a long time. You know that story, most of you. And there was nothing normal about that. There was nothing normal about my life when I travelled that journey in fear. But for that one moment, I actually thought I was going to die. And then the spirit within me said, no, you're not. Pray. So I was praying, even though I couldn't breathe in the physical I was praying in the spirit and all I got out was name like that. But my spirit was screaming it out and then it just lifted off and I'm like, oh, Stephen's like, what was that? And he's been attacked too. He's, he's, he's woken up, something sitting on his chest. So I encourage you, pray for one another. Pray for protection, for covering over each and every one of you because we make a difference when we pray. And that testimony now encouraged you in a way. Amen? So testimonies build faith. If you don't testify, how will people know? And I want to talk to you a bit about that quickly before Hannah gets up. So I wrote, God gave me this. Testimony builds faith, encourages hope and releases expectation and joy. And I encourage you, if you did not hear Ross's sermon last week, was it last week? I don't know what I'm going through. Um, I'm in the time zone flash. Uh, he preached an amazing message on real fans. Now, if you did not hear that message, or well, you can just go on to any podcast now, Apple, Google, iHeart, Spotify. 
Put in a Rise Church seafood and you can have a listen to Ross's message on real fans. He talked about enthusiasm. I loved it. I was just like, I'm your fan now, Ross. Not more than Jesus, but I am. You know, there was testimony right throughout the Word of God, not just in the New, in the Old and the New Testaments. There was testimony everywhere. A woman who was barren. Hannah had a baby. Sarah had a baby. You know, it was testimony all over the place, but we, we tend to hold our testimony back. But testimony speaks louder than anything else we're going to talk about in the Word of God. The Word of God is louder than anything, but when you testify, that's when things happen. In fact, testaments are actually testimonies, I've got here, of God's eternal plan for all humanity on earth. Testimony, I say, say it again, the testaments are actually testimonies, the Old and New Testaments are actually testimonies of God's eternal plan for humanity on this earth. The testaments are testimonies of what people have gone through, how God has got them through, what he's done in their life. That's how important testimony is. We should not take the word of God lightly. We need to be living and breathing it, not only knowing it, but also walking in it and through it. And when you know the word, you know how you can testify of how God, good God is. Because it's not about anything about us. It's all about him, isn't it? You know, it's a quote that I read. It says this, God will turn a mess into a message, a test into a testimony. A trial into a trophy. An attack into victory. Sorrow into joy. Weeping into laughter. Pain into peace. And hurt into healing. Isn't that beautiful? I'll read it quickly. God will turn a mess into a message. A test into a testimony. A trial into a trophy. An attack into victory, sorrow into joy, weeping into laughter, pain into peace and hurt into healing. Now that's not made up, that's in the Word of God. We need to never give false testimony like Peter denying Jesus before the rooster cried. Peter had an opportunity and we all know, on the, you know Jesus said on this rock, I'll build my church. We all, I'm watching the chosen at the moment. And... You know, we all know Peter's story and how he went on to do incredible things for God, but he didn't give Jesus a testimony when it was necessary. We need not be Peters where we're frightened of the world around us that we're not politically correct when we talk about Jesus. We've got to be giving a bold testimony of who he is and what he's done in our life. Because if we don't tell people, who's going to tell them? Not big brother, not home and away, not neighbours. I mean, I think they're dead now. I mean, the neighbours, not the cast, the show. I haven't seen neighbours in a long time, but they needed to die anyway. A lot of those shows do. Sorry, I'm just against some of those reality TV shows as well. Not the Kardashians. They're not going to tell you. We need to be bold and courageous because we never know who that testimony will give hope to. 
So a couple of scriptures before Hannah gets up. Revelations 12, 11. And they overcame and conquered. I've got these there. Thank you. Thanks, guys. They overcame and conquered him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. For they did not love their life and renounce their faith, even when faced with death. Testimony. The Samaritan woman at the well. Jesus told her, that Samaritan woman, and he passed by there and and Jews weren't even meant to go through that place. That's a whole new sermon. But anyway, to go testify to whole family and friends what he had done in her life or what he had said. In John 4, 39, it says, Now many Samaritans from the city believed in him and trusted him as saviour because of what the woman said when she testified. He told me all the things that I have done. I mean, years ago in the 90s, everyone was talking about Jesus. It didn't matter if you liked him or not. That's how I came to Christ. Because there was a freedom in our testimony of who he was and what he's done in our life. And now all of a sudden, some things are starting to shift and turn and we're in that last day. And we're running and we're hiding in wine presses. Oh, sorry, in, in, we can't, well, you can But, you know, we're sifting wheat in places, hiding from the enemy. Jesus has given you armour to fight. He's given you a sword of the Spirit to to battle, not to go fight, not to go hide somewhere and think, oh, I can't say this because I'm going to offend someone. Who cares? How many people do we not want to see in heaven? Let's be thinking about it. Testimony does that. John's testimony of Jesus' death in John 19, 35. And he, John the eyewitness, who has seen it as who has seen it, has testified. And his testimony is true. And he knows that he is telling the truth, so that you also who read this may believe. 1 John 5, 6 to 11, last verse. The last verses. This is he who came through water and blood, his baptism and death, Jesus Christ. Not by the water only, but by the water and the blood. It is the Holy Spirit who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. He is the essence and origin of truth itself. For there are three witnesses, the Spirit and the water and the blood. And these three are in agreement. Their testimony is perfectly consistent. If we accept, as we do, the testimony of men, that is, if we are willing to take the sworn statements of fallible humans as evidence, the testimony of God is greater, for more author- far more authoritative. For this is the testimony of God, that he has testified regarding his son, the one who believes in the son, who adheres to trust in and relies, and conf- uh, uh, relies confidently on him as saviour, has the testimony within himself. You have the testimony because he can speak authoritatively about Christ from his own personal experience. The one who does not believe God in this way has made him out to be a liar because he he has not believed in the evidence that God has given regarding his son. And the testimony is this, God has given us eternal life. We already possess it and this life is in his son resulting in our spiritual completeness and eternal companionship with Him. The testimony is within you. Testify. So I encourage testimonies. 
Today, I'm going to get Hannah to come and speak her testimony. And if you ever have one, I'd like you to speak yours as well. We won't do that today. I might even have a service where we just open up a moment. If someone has a testimony of God's goodness and what he's done, bring it. Because the truth is that is what will build the faith of the house. When we bring testimony, when we bring prophecy, when we pray, when we believe for things to shift in the spirit, this is what builds faith. And I hope today as Hannah comes, that what she has to say encourages you and builds your faith about what God has done in her life. Can we give Hannah a hand as she comes up? Good morning, everyone. Um, so I just... Uh, oh, no, I do have my phone. Um, I just wanted... No, that's okay. Thank you. I just wanted to um, bring a quick testimony um, about um, a couple of weeks ago, we Tyson, I think, was preaching, but it became into more of a worship service. And um, he did an altar call, and uh, I just... I'd had a lot of battles in my mind going on and I felt like, you know, I was trying to win them but wasn't Um, and I felt prompted to come up and and get prayer and um, Donna actually came and prayed for me and she, because in the weeks prior we had been talking a lot about what I've been going through and um, tricky things with Henry and all sorts of things, like she knew what was going on in my life. Like so, when she came to pray for me, she didn't have to ask what was going on, like what I needed prayer for. She started praying and just like just hit the nail on the head. Everything she was saying was just like boom, 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 like hitting what I was feeling and how what I was going through. And um, she said a couple of things that really just um, hit my spirit, sort of thing. She spoke about putting on the full armour of God, how she could, like, there was, you know, this battlefield that we're not battling flesh and blood. Um, And she said, you know, you've got to be putting on the full armour of God every morning, every night, be putting that on. And she was talking about how the enemy was, like, putting these lies in my head and that they were fiery darts. Um, And what she doesn't know is that's the exact sort of things that my mum always says to me. For those who don't know, my mum's in Queensland. We speak all the time, but, um, like, that's exactly the word, like, the things that my mum says to me, like, those those words. And I was just like, oh, wow. Um, And so it made me realise... I was I was trying to fight these battles and I was trying on my own and I, I knew I had to surrender. Um, and I, I kept saying during the week, oh, God, please take these battles sort of thing. But it wasn't until the Sunday morning when I physically put myself out there, came to the altar, got prayer, um, that the, the cause of the battles kind of was revealed to me in a way like I I knew I was like fighting all these negative thoughts and blah 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 in my mind but it wasn't until Donna said like these are lies fiery darts that the enemy's putting at you I was like oh they're lies (laughs) all of them are lies (laughs) um and so it was just like an instant weight lifted off my off me off my mind and off my heart and I'm not saying that those lies don't try and come. They're still trying to come. And, uh, but I know now that they're lies and that, um, yeah, with God and the wearing the full armour of God, 
um, that I can that I don't have to listen to them. They just bounce off now. Literally, what she said, they just bounce off, and. I've now then been able to encourage other people, um, like other mums, new mums and things like that, with those exact things. And that's what she also prayed about, you know, that I'm there. I'm tr- God's got me in this season and I'm able to minister to other people with that. And so I use those exact things and it's helped them as well. Um, so I just really wanted to encourage everyone, like, you know, we know we have to surrender the battle. We know we've got to do all these things. And it's easy to say. Sometimes, like, we also have to do. You might have to actually come to the front and get prayer. You might actually, like I had been speaking with Donna about the things that had been going on in my life, you might actually have to share your burdens with others so that they can be praying for you and help you in this battle because we're not in this alone. Um, we, we're a family, we're church family and um, yeah, it's, it's an honour to be able to share our burdens with each other and, and pray for each other and look after each other in that way spiritually. Um, and yes, yeah, so I just wanted to encourage everyone like... I know it's hard to be vulnerable and we try and put on this like perfect facade sort of thing that, no, it's all good, you know, Um, how's your work? Oh, yeah, good, good. Um, Go deeper, you know, go deeper in your conversations. Talk about what's going on in your life. Talk about what's tricky, what is good, obviously, um, and things like that. And and, um, I think... You won't. You'll be amazed at how that kind of turns around and comes, and 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 that spirit of you know um, belonging and helpfulness comes. Um, so I was just reading like the verse in Galatians, so Galatians chapter six, 